This is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse number 10 and 11 foundation. First Corinthians chapter number 14. There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world and none of them is without signification. So there are, as it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world but none of them is without signification. So I will not be using the King James signification. I'll be using the modern English significance. So none of them is without significance. It means there are so many voices and all of them influence your life, your path, your direction, your decisions. So the word significance there means the influence. So many voices influencing, directing your path and your course. Some pushing you into your early grave. Some making sure that you marry the wrong guys so that you divorce. Some making sure that you will run the wrong course and do the wrong subjects so that you fail. So many voices. Verse number 11. Therefore, if I know not a meaning of the voice which is speaking, I shall be unto that who speaketh a barbarian. And he that speaketh also shall be a barbarian unto me. So, a voice can be a barbarian voice and the one that is speaking is also a barbarian. Now the word barbarian means the voice that is speaking is a strange voice. In other words, there is a particular voice you must be hearing always. And so anytime you hear another voice, God knows. Adam, Adam, where are you? Lord, I heard your voice in the garden and I'm running away because I'm naked. Who told you that you are naked? Which voice have you been listening to? In your life, you listen to just one voice which is God. And so when you begin to listen to other voices, they play an influence in your life and they shape your future. Which is why many of you have regrets because you didn't listen to the right kind of voice. And at the time you could not even differentiate the voice, the true voice of God which carries God's perfect will for your life as against vis-a-vis other voices. Today, I have come to confront any voice that speaks into your life to influence you negatively. By the time I finish with you, you will know how to hear God's clear voice. You won't make mistakes again. And if you have made mistakes, God will give you a second chance. I am talking to only one person here. If you are that person, clap your hands and shout and say, I am the one. Clap your hands and say, from today, a severe relationship with strange barbarian voices. The word voice, as given to us in King James, comes from the Greek word kol, Q-O-L, kol. And that word means, number one, sound. So, we can paraphrase the scripture by saying there are, as it may, so many sounds. All of them are significant. All of them influence sound. 
Which is why in Royal House Chapel there are certain songs and music we don't sing here because they all influence. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Which is why I don't know whether you, you notice me, but but I normally don't cry. We, me, when people die, I don't cry. But put me in the worship atmosphere. And you see tears running. I don't know why. Because my heart goes for worship. It means something to me. As a matter of fact, the day I'll come to church one day and I hear the worship leader, uh, uh, lift up your hands, lift, lift up your hands. Uh, today we are going to worship. You could be loved, oh yeah. And be loved. That day, I'll pack my Bible and my things. I know that a certain spirit, a certain strange voice has come to the church. That day, that day I'll be sure. Oh, I, 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 uh, we are going to praise the Lord. Uh, uh, everybody, put on your dancing shoes. Uh, praise God. I adore, I adore. I adore. Ah! Wrong sound. Wrong voice. Strange sound. Strange voice. Barbarian voice. The person who raised the song in church is a barbarian. Amen. As a matter of fact, around this time, if in your Christian life, the true sound of worship doesn't pull your heart and the other one still pulls you, your born again is suspicious. Right now. You, it's suspicious. You are not properly born again. Can I say it again? At this stage of your Christian life, true sound of God, worship doesn't move you. What moves you is the. Oh, voices. I mean, I mean, put me this song and I'll start crying. When the oceans rise and turn the storm. I will soar with you above the cloud. Father, you are king over. I will be still and know you are God. I will be still and know you are God. Stop listening to barbarian voices from today sound. But the Greek word call also gives me another word. So the first one is, is uh, sound. The, the second one is call. call. So every voice you hear is giving you an invitation. Every voice you hear is giving you an invitation. Either invitation to the clubhouse or invitation to fornication or invitation to adultery or invitation to armed robbery or invitation to steal or invitation to church or invitation to every voice that you hear is an invitation to somewhere. Which voice has been calling you? And which voice have you been following? From today, you will follow any voice into destruction. Clap your hands and say, Lord, give me a second chance. Clap your hands again and say, Lord, give me a second chance.
The other word that comes from coal is noises. And so, as it were, there are so many voices containing noises. Another word for noises is distractions. There, there are so many voices which, which, which want to distract you from God's plan, God's will. As I was preparing, then my mind started, you know, hovering over what the voice of God that I heard clearly what it has, it has done. In Accra, Great Accra alone, I have about 50 churches in Great Accra region. 50 churches. Now, every one of those churches was born from here. Members from this church left to go and start, including the pastors who are passing those churches. All of them, 50. In the United Kingdom and America, I have 30 churches, 15 in each. All these 30 churches, every pastor was raised by me here, except Victory Center in Connecticut. All the other pastors were raised from here. And, and when you go to all our 30 churches, you will find at least some people that pass through my hand and are raised who are continuing the vision there, except our church in Northern Ireland, which is all white people. Even our church in, in, in Victory uh, Center, Connecticut, where there are 70% Jamaicans, you still see one or two people who pass through my hand over here. The technician over there was raised from here. I am not talking about our churches in Ashanti. I am not talking about our churches in Brongahafu. I am not talking about our churches in the Western region. I am not talking about our churches in Central region. I am not talking about our churches in Volta region. I am not talking about our churches in, in other places. I'm just talking about Accra. Watch, 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 watch. And I, 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 I look at oil dome and whilst I was building the oil dome, I started my offices I have finished. I was still paying school fees. I was still doing crusades. Still taking care of the old ladies. What is it that makes this man succeed at everything that he does? Because I hear the true voice from other voices which want to destabilize and disturb and disrupt from the noises. When, when you are able to differentiate the true voice of God, you enter into the will of God. And when you enter into God's perfect will, the hand of the Lord is upon you. Everything you do is a success. Everything you do is a success. Clap your hands and say in the name of Jesus. Every noise that comes to me to distract me and to take me out of the will of God as I clap my hands, I command you to leave me. Leave me and leave me alone. I will follow God's will. Now, now know it. Clap your hands and say, God, give me a second chance. Oh, clap your hands and say, Father, give me another chance. Clap your hands and shout, yeah, 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 yeah. When you, you are able to differentiate God's voice from many voices, you don't make certain mistakes in life. But if you have made a mistake, God is going to give you another chance. The series on this will be about seven to nine. I will be teaching you 
That number one, every voice that you hear carries a language. Every voice. Two, every voice that comes to you carries a mandate. Three, an assignment. There is a language they speak and they speak and speak and speak until you identify with that language. And that's where they trap you. I'll be giving you some examples very soon. Two, every voice that comes to you has a certain authority, mandate to come and carry out an assignment. And if they are in your life to destroy until they finish, they don't leave. Whisper in your mind, say, say devil, you're a liar. Say, say devil, manage me. What they have destroyed is enough. Now what is ahead, no more. Because they destroyed at the time you haven't heard this message. But after hearing this message, clap your hands and say, Devil, no more. Oh, you know, I want to be sure. I said, Devil, no more. They speak a language, they carry a mandate, they carry a mission, they carry an assignment to perform. They have an objective, an aim. They are sent. Please, when we get to that segment, don't miss anyone of them at all. I beg you. Because when we get to that place, it will be very, 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 very interesting. So now, let me come to various sources of voices. Where certain voices come to us. Why they are so influential and they are so powerful and they are able to cause us to commit the mistakes that we would have wished never to commit. Ephesians chapter number 2 verses 1 to 3. Ephesians chapter number 2 verses 1 to 3. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. So the Bible in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 1 is talking about two parts of your life. You who were dead, past he has now made alive. Now, in other words, there was a life that you led before and now he has brought you into a new life. The former life, you were under the influence of sin and you were under the influence of death. Now, that was a time you were not born again. When you come into this new life, you are born again. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I am introducing you to a certain kingdom term, a certain kingdom language. As you hear this voice, this language must be in your mouth. The language of being born again. If you have a friend who has been your friend in the last six months, one year, and in your conversation, he or she has not mentioned the word born again, it means that he or she is not born again because he hasn't experienced a new life. He is still at the other side. Anybody who has experienced a new birth and born again, part of your language is born again. You say it. You say who you are in Christ. So if in your conversation, you don't use the term, since I became born again, since I gave my life to Christ, since I left the other world and then I left the place of death, if you cannot speak that language, it means you have never experienced a new birth. You are still in your sins and you are dead. If you are at the other side and you are not born again, yes, what verse 2 has for you? In which you once walked according to the course of the world. So anyone who is not born again is influenced by the world. 
according to the prince of the power of the air. Two, the prince of the power of the air. Three, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. So, people. And then number four, verse three. Among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh. Five, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Six, and were by nature children of wrath just as the others. And so, when you are at the other side and you have never experienced a new birth, you hear voices that are mentioned here and then your life is always a life of anger, a life of wrath because you are angry with the world, you are angry with your parents, you are angry with everybody because you are failing your examination, your school has come to an end. There's, there's a young guy uh, uh, over here his parents have been in this church for many years and then he grew. We paid his school fees to one of these schools. When he went to school, poor man, but he didn't go to behave like a poor person. He went to show off and voices started speaking to him. So when the results came, he had failed. And then we asked him to go and rewrite. He failed. And in Royal House Chapel, people are progressive. So his mates, whom he was with in the Sunday school, have all gone to university. This boy started feeling so bad that the voices, remember every voice carries a mandate, every voice carries an assignment, every voice is very significant, it has influence. Guess what? The other voice from the other world caught him. He joined them, drugs. He started serious drugs. His father called police. Police couldn't deliver him because this is not a police matter. His senior brothers will beat him. He didn't solve the problem. We finally went for him and took him to rehab. We took him to rehab. We paid so much money. The church paid so much money because we just wanted to deliver and save this boy's life. After rehab, we took him through prayers and everything, everything, everything. After the rehab, you should see him. He looks so handsome and so beautiful. The voices started coming back. He's gone back. All our money is waste. Hey, some voices are powerful. That's, that's why when we start praying, you pray like somebody. Why should you pray? Because they are speaking voices and you too, you have a voice in your mouth. So anything they plan, you clap your hands and say, over the bar, over my dead body, it will happen to me. Clap your hands and say, I reverse and I reverse and I cancel every plan that any voice has to influence negatively my life, my marriage, my future, my finances, my hope. Clap your hands and shout, I refuse. Negative voices, clap your hands and say, I refuse them. Negative voices pushing you into poverty, into destruction, into drugs, alcoholism, failure. I refuse it. Under this voice, your life is shaped for glory. You can't hear this voice all your life and, and fail. It's not possible. I can't, I can't believe it. He comes to church. After church, he hears this voice and the other voices come and then something tells him that he's better off in those voices. I can't get it. When you see your mates and you by now your mates have finished university and some of your mates have started pulling cars. No crowd be all like nine minutes and I drive the car. I can't fainty. 
Abami, when my mates go ahead of me, that is when I am empowered. Are you understanding me? When, when people do something that I have never done, then I say, how, why can they do it and I cannot do it? We serve the same God. I have a better God. I have a stronger God. I will do it and I overdo it. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen? Oh my God. Clap your hands and a negative voice that is trying to push me out of the will of God. Rise up and say, in the name of Jesus, they will fail. Oh, by the time I finish with you, we will silence every negative voice. There's a language you must speak when you are born again. So here is a summary of Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 to 3. So here is a summary. Number one. We hear the voice of the prince of the power of the air. Satanic voice. We hear it. Very influential. The voice of the prince of the power of the air. You read it. You saw it. Number two. The voice of the flesh. Your flesh can speak and speak. Number three is the voice of the mind. Between the flesh and the mind, they have caused more harm than even the devil himself. Between the flesh and the mind. Hey! There is a lady I have been praying with. Pretty girl. She is about 38 years. Now, I have been praying with her since she was 28. So, then solid years 38 she is looking for a rich man to marry and so anybody who comes to her she will size you can you meet her bills and her demand so share now will need be a pen what you do I didn't know. Let me bump here. Let me bind it. Let me bump here. Let me bind it. Until one day I myself got somebody. And then I said, You are going to marry this person. Before I got to know why she had been rejecting everybody. No. She, she said, As for this man, when I marry him, I will suffer. 38. Flesh is talking to her, dictating her, influencing her from 28 to 38. And very soon she's going to be 48. <laughs> because in the same way 28 pass to 38, the same way 38 will pass to 48. Flesh. Ah! The flesh is wicked. Let me, let me tell you another thing the flesh does. Sometimes certain brothers marry certain sisters not because they really love them but during the time of doing lobby lobby and then the woman gets pregnant now, the, past, the guy too is a pastor so once the woman is pregnant and then I saw her cover up quickly because I did not lock it Until once the thing locks oh am I, am I, am I preaching here I, am, I, am, am I revealing some things over here she doesn't love her. But uh, and I didn't lock it here. So unlucky, I know about uh, Reverend Agri. Reverend Agri. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I, I, I have heard vo voice on TV. <laughs> I did not lock it. 
So, of course, the voice that he's referring to, you all know that it's not the voice of God. It's not the true will of God. It's not the voice of the Spirit. So, the voice of the voice of Aloki. So, uh, Reverend Agri, Reverend Agri, uh, the Lord has spoken to me. I want to marry here. Praise God. Okay. So, when? Oh, in about a month's time. Oh, sir. And then, uh, Reverend Agri, we, we don't want big wedding. We want small wedding. We'll just go to registrar and Oh boy, this guy, you have been sitting here. And when people are wedding, you'll be seeing and married. And you'll be taking plans how your wedding is going to be big. Suddenly, you hear a voice that tells you your wedding must be small. And now, go to Registrar General and go and then register. And then, after that, small, you see, you, you, it's a wrong voice. Wrong voice. Wrong voice. Wrong voice. Wrong voice. So, this is the voice of the flesh. Because I didn't lock it into so born fast. Because who you did come. And yes, I will be you'll be disgraced in the church. Clap your hands and shout on top of your voice. Devil, you are a liar. I have fallen before, but I will not fall again. Say, Lord, give me another chance. Flesh. So, the voice of the devil, the voice of the flesh, the voice of the mind. The, the mind is another wicked voice that you must be careful if your mind is not renewed. Every mistake that you have been committing as a result of wrong decision, it's your mind. Um, sister, I want to marry you. The Lord says I should marry. And the lady too. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Ah, the Lord has heard my prayer. Ah, this week of the altar was powerful. This week of the altar, I went on the altar several times for this. I... And then another woman comes to the choir. She is driving. You are not driving. Choir practice closes. And the woman gives your fiancé lift. Or born a lift once. A born a second, but the third time, no, who free a crown have a out of coverage area. Oh, no, honey, this this one I call. <laughs> I've been very busy, busy. Oh, yeah, I'm true. He's been very busy, busy with a new girl. Now, honey, didn't you say that God says he should marry? Oh, yeah, it was God who said it, but God says he has changed his mind. Hey, God doesn't change his mind. God doesn't change his mind. It is your mind which is worrying you. By the time I come to one of the series, we shall even see that sometimes your eyes even speaks, your eyes speak to you. Yeah, yeah. Your, 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 your eye, um, have you have it. Fleshy pa. Oh, when I get to that place, it'll be very interesting. The eyes. And then, if you make a mistake, I say, close your eyes and start praying. Hey, hey, hey. Jesus Christ says, watch. <laughs> oh, Miss Cote Jesus. Oh, Miss Cote Jesus. Hit your body and say, flesh, die, die. Hit your flesh and say, be under control, be under control. Tell your flesh, stop fooling, stop fooling. 
you are married. Oh, you have to control your flesh. It's your wife and your wife only. All others, door closed. Close. Clap your hands and say, flesh, die. Oh, this flesh. Oh, if I didn't control this flesh, this congregation would not be sitting here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For better, for worse. Once married, always married. One man, one wife. How many years? 30 years, 40, 50. All others, door closed. Is it possible? Yes. Have some people done it? Yes. I release the grace of God upon your life. And when the devil comes with temptation, raise this song. Medowu. Medowu. Namasu. Medowu. Oh, you'll be amazed how this song will empower you. Namasu. voice which is very influential and can destroy you according to Ephesians chapter 2 the voice of men the voice of men in other words the voice of people he, he called them sons of disobedience referring to men and the bracket into the men the voice of your mother the voice of your father the voice of your uncle the voice of your auntie the voice of your brothers the voice of your sisters the voice of your friends men's voice can destroy you big time Big time. Oh, I'll be giving you an example very soon. Let me finish with the points quickly. And then Ephesians also mentioned the voice of the world. In other words, world systems. World systems. Now, do you know that the world system of ICT and technology and internet has brought more people into pornography than any generation? Easy access. To the extent that some people are losing their salvation, they will not come to church. They, 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 they want to go to church or the internet. Who told you that? That thing is for convenience. For people who love our ministry, but they, they can't come from Bronga Half a region to church every Sunday. That's meant for them, not you. Be careful that well systems don't control you. And you come under their control and everything. Have you noticed that a lot of people are possessed with phones and WhatsApp and so on? Oh yeah. Have you noticed that there are some people when you are talking to them, they don't even listen, they don't look into their face. Every minute, every second, they are possessed. A voice is speaking to them. May the Lord give you control over every worst system, anything that influences you into destruction. May the Lord give you power over them. Clap your hands and say, I receive it. You also can hear the voice of your will. Your will. God gave everybody, every man his own will. Where God does not force his will upon you. So this message, God is not forcing his will. God is asking me to teach you how you can submit your will into his will. So that God's perfect will will be done in your life. So that all the failures that others are failing, you are exempted from it. 
So you can choose to bring your will to align with God's will or you can choose to keep your own will. Your own will will always lead you into disaster because your will is energized and controlled by greed, lust, flesh, men's voices. When Mama Rita and I got married, a certain elderly woman called her. He said, Auntie Rita, at that time she was not Mama Rita. Auntie Rita, come. Sit down. I'm going to give you a counsel and you should hear this voice very well. What was the counsel? Hmm. Don't do joint account with your husband one day, two days tomorrow. Make sure that as you go into work, all your money, keep your money. Keep your money. Let him keep his money. Auntie Rita, I'm talking to you as a daughter. Is it a good counsel? Yes, it's a good counsel. You know why? Because the woman is talking from experience. She was doing joint account with her husband. And then one day when she went into the account, her husband has scattered all the money. They needed some money to do painting because Christmas was coming. And so she said, oh, she wanted to go to the account to go and withdraw some money to buy paint. Oh, call her and her husband has scattered. Oh, see, hey, Kwame. Kwame, 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 Kwame. And then the husband said, Kwame, 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 Kwame. So from that day, by experience, she advises everyone but for Mama Rita, it was the wrong voice. Because Mama Rita did not make the mistake that she made in marrying the wrong guy who will go behind her and deplete their joint account. Mama Rita, around this time, had met a man who is godly and knows how to walk right. So, so praise God. Mama Rita comes from the council and she didn't listen to the woman. And at the time when we were doing this joint account, Mama Rita had more money because she was working with the bank and had just started ministry. When you start ministry, ministry doesn't flourish overnight. You have to do a lot of sacrifices. And after God has proven you and God has found you right, then God starts blessing you. So Mama Rita was richer, had more money, but she kept the joint account. Today, the equation has changed. Today, the things have changed. In our several accounts that we have in Ghana here, and then our accounts in UK, and our accounts in America, and our accounts in South Africa, every account is also in her name jointly. And then furthermore, she has every credit and debit card for each account. As I swipe, she's swiping. And when Mama Rita starts swiping, ladies and gentlemen, it's dangerous. 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 Mama Rita swipes. I can't move away Maba, Maba, Obagbe account. Okay, and then she goes like this. She tells me something. Oni Jamie, ofite me, ofite me, ofite me. Okay, now my ofite bo, now my ofite bo. And the one that when she said that one, then is killing me. And then ah, he said, Oni, well, now we're not going to have a family. Swipe. Mama Rita, Mama Rita will just release one. She, uh, she will say, uh, Honey, as for you, you are God sent to. If I hadn't met you, I don't know what would have happened to me and my family. And then, when she said that, then some, something goes into my head. Honey, honey, go and swipe, go and swipe. (laughs) 
Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be hearing voices. Good counsel from the woman. That was not the voice of God. So if she had followed that counsel, her marriage wouldn't have gotten to where we have gotten to and she would not have access in swiping. <laughs> Clap your hands and say, Lord, give me another chance. <laughs> when does this woman's counsel work? This woman's, woman's counsel works when you are married to a notorious armed robber, a husband who has been stealing the money and chasing other women. That one, please, I advise you, be wise. But not when you have never made a mistake and you choose right. You don't need that counsel. She chose right. She hasn't made a mistake. We are dealing with a distant relative of Mama Rita's in the village. Mama Rita's father is the they have made us from a penny in their village. So everything that needs requires money, they will come to him in Accra. School fees, they are coming to Mama Rita's uh, father. Uh, somebody is sick. And the man is 85 years old. He is old. They don't even know that we have been paying his electricity and water bill for him. So he too, when the request comes, then he calls his daughter, Mama Rita. And when Mama Tarita hears the voice, then I also have to hear voices in her bedroom. <laughs> this particular girl has just finished SHS. Her results were splendid. So, Winneba University of Education has offered her admission for a four-year degree. I think in English or mathematics or science, something. From the village. So you can imagine the head that she has. She calls Mama Rita because we are going to pay the fees. <laughs> Auntie, <laughs> uh, I don't want to go to the university. And the Mama Rita said, don't want to go to the university. What do you want to do? She said, I want to go chicha training. Ch chicha training. Teacher training for what? He said, uh, uh, the teacher training, uh, the government gave allowances. Uh, so because of the allowances, I want to do a shortcut. The whole village, that's the voice that everybody hears. When you finish SHS, go to teacher training. Because teacher training, allowance. Teacher training, allowance. So nobody speaks the voice of university education in the village. The voice is so strong upon that girl, has mandated, and the, and the voice is manipulating her, that in the last three days, Mama Rita has not succeeded in changing her mind. So finally, we have asked her to come to Accra for us to sit. Number one, you are not going to pay the fees. We are going to pay the fees. So what are you going to lose? Number two, you want to be a teacher. Where you are going is the same training. You'll be a teacher. But this one, you'll be a graduate teacher with a better salary. you teach in secondary school. This one, you teach in... So, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to fast for three days when she comes. Because the voices which are controlling and held the guest's mind are so strong that we, we, we have to take her through deliverance. If you have heard the right voice, 
you wouldn't have had a child who is eight years old now without father. If you have heard the right voice, you would have had a first degree by now and maybe on your way to second degree. If you had heard the right voice, you would have been working at KLM or BA or somewhere by now. If you had heard the right voice, by now, you would have been married. But God is a God of a second chance. Here is the last voice. Genesis chapter 4 and verse number 10. Here's the last voice I want to deal with. Genesis chapter 4 and verse number 10. This is God confronting Cain and challenging Cain. He had just killed his brother. And then God said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Verse number 11. So now you are cursed from the earth which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. Your brother's blood is crying. So blood speaks. And the question I want to leave with you is, which blood speaks for you? Which of the bloodline from your family is speaking against you? Now verse 11. So therefore Cain, you are cursed with a curse. From today you struggle. Alright, so I'll give you an assignment. If you meet Cain, and then Cain shares with you a problem. Sam, I'm suffering. When I till the ground, the ground doesn't yield in my favor. I, I, I sow and I don't harvest one-tenth of what I sow. Money doesn't stay in my hands. I'm suffering. What would you tell Cain? Cain, there is a curse upon you. And your brother's blood petitioning God spoke to God to bring you to where you are. I'm telling you, my brother, some blood is speaking. Hey, if I hadn't silenced the voice of the blood of my father's house, I would have been divorced by now. My father's house? Divorce is a degree. You, you, your marriage will never be stable in that house. Except you have the power to silence the voices and say, shut up. You will speak. The way you are angry, I'm very happy. Turn your anger to the devil. Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus. And the blood speaking against me by fire die they speak by voice respond by voice so here's another revelation Cain might have gone scot free if Abel's blood had not cried God wouldn't have taken notice 2nd Kings chapter 9 verse number 26 2nd Kings chapter 9 verse number 26 2nd Kings chapter 9 verse 26 2nd Kings chapter 9 verse 26 read with a loud voice ready go surely I saw yesterday the blood of Naboth and the blood of his sons says the Lord 
and I'll repay you in this plot, says the Lord. Now therefore, take and throw him on the plot of the ground according to the word of the Lord. I'm interested in surely I saw yesterday, yesterday this is Naboth who was the owner of a vineyard uh, which had been bequeathed to him but by his, uh, the family. So it was a family inheritance. For some reason Ahab and Jezebel had their eyes on this vineyard and they went to the guy and said we want to buy your vineyard. The guy said look I can't sell it because it's a family inheritance. Then they plotted and killed him and killed his sons. This was when Ahab was king. Around this time, Ahab was no longer king. Ahab had died. And so the kings were now Ahab's sons. Jerome uh, and then uh, one person. Their, their sons are taking over. But the Lord said, surely I saw yesterday the blood. It means that ever since the blood of Naboth touched the ground, the blood has been petitioning God always. And the latest one was yesterday. As a time God was going to punish the sons of Ahab. And he said, on this ground where your father killed Naboth, you too shall die on this ground. Any blood that has been shed in your family, innocent blood, may that blood petition God. And may those who shed the blood have no peace. Those who killed your mother, your father, your uncle, so that you became destitute and you had to struggle through school, may the Lord give them no peace. The message was very meaningful to a young man who was sitting here, a pastor. His father died when he was in SHS Form 1. He struggled for the rest of the SHS period and until he came to Royal House Chapel and then we gave him scholarship and he finished university. Today he's a graduate. Today he's working. Today he's a pastor. Today something has come out of his life. So you know what would have happened? The agenda of the enemy, the mandate of the voices that came was to make him destitute, to make him hopeless, useless. To become maybe alcoholic or drunkard, fail his SHS, be a, a school dropout, you know. But for some reason, his father's voice, his father's blood was speaking in his favor. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse number 24. To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. So there is a blood that speaks better things. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. As, as, as we sit here right now, when other voices are speaking negative things, when other voices are speaking sickness, when other voices are trying to take you out of the will of God, when other voices are trying uh, uh, to create noises and distraction, I hear another voice speaking good things for you. I hear the voice speaking better things. And the better things, I don't know what better things until you tell me what you are going through. So if you tell me your poverty situation, I tell you that this blood is speaking wealth. If you tell me that you are sick, I tell you that the blood is speaking health and healing. If you tell me that you have been disgraced and you have been put to shame, I can tell you that this blood is speaking elevation and honor. Anything which is negative, I command that the blood of Jesus will reverse and speak good things for you. Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus, I will do better than those who have gone ahead of me. No, 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 I can't hear you. I don't say, say in the name of Jesus, because of the blood, 
that speaks better things I will do better and I'll do well than those who have gone ahead of me in my family in my house I refuse to be controlled and to be influenced negatively by any negative voices speaking through the blood in the name of Jesus I refuse I refuse I refuse I will do well clap your hands and shout again I will do am I healing somebody here today can you feel God is giving you a second chance you won't make mistakes again the mistakes you made are past now when you get into any new relationship you go well because you hear well during deliverance times it is there that you begin to hear voices speaking through the bloodline on this occasion it was a Wednesday and I was ministering and then this pretty beautiful young girl was sitting there pregnant and throughout the service she was looking very you know lively but once in a while you see her hmm, hmm. so at the tail end of the service I asked the mighty men and the ushers I said bring me the young girl and then the young girl comes and she was very heavy very heavy I said how long are you pregnant uh, for she says I'm in my 11th month I said oh why he says, anytime I go to the hospital, they say that the baby is not lying well, so I should go, I should come, I should go, and I should come. And finally, the doctor says, uh, he's considering cesarean to just remove the baby. I say, oh, Jesus. Then I touch the pregnancy. Then I say, in the name of Jesus, position yourself. I just commanded that baby to position himself. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. That brought a fight. The girl went frenzy. Threw in her leg. Pregnant woman heavy. I thought she was weak. Some energy came to her. And she started fighting everybody there. Then I started rebuking the spirit. I said, you spirit sent with agenda. Your agenda is arrested. You will not perform your enterprise loose and leave this child hey then the voices started speaking voices started speaking through her voice <laughs> as for you this man of God you, you don't know we are here on assignment we are here on a mission stupid and foolish girl this she, she last born last born how can she marry when all of us are not married oh and then the voices said how can she disgrace us what disgrace the disgrace is that all the sisters in the house born one, born two, born one, born two, born two born one, born two, no husbands she is the only person who has been wedded and so because of that she has disgraced them we will disgrace them again you will marry and you will disgrace them so I said oh so, so that's why so what, what do you want to do next <laughs> As for the baby, oh, she should forget it, she should forget it. When she goes, either she dies or the baby dies. Agenda, mission, assignment, mandate. I said, well, today your assignment is aborted. She will not die. She will live. She will give birth. And this baby will be alive. Then I anointed her with oil. 
Service closed. At the gate, I heard commotion. Hey, taxi, taxi, the baby is coming. Taxi, the woman didn't get home right at the gate. And the baby started turning and coming. So they got a taxi, rushed to Kolebu. Wednesday, but before she got to Kolebu, the baby was out. Friday, I had a good uh, Friday Easter morning service. So I was conducting the service and I saw a pretty girl coming with uh, something like a baby wrapped. And then she walked all the way and came to me and said, man of God, this is the baby. Wednesday you delivered me and you spoke the word and the baby has been born. I've just been discharged from the hospital, but I don't want to go home with the baby. I am coming so that the altar will speak. I want this baby to hear the voice of God. So brought the baby, we invoke the blessing. And we asked her to go. I was shocked to find out that the voices which were speaking were all bloodline from the house, relations, relatives. Okay, here is where your anger must be aroused. When did the voices start speaking and influencing her life? From the day she got married. And she never got pregnant until about four or five years after delaying her pregnancy. Then in 11 months of pregnancy, the voices were still speaking until that day when the anointing of the Lord compelled them to confess and to reveal their names and their purposes and their intentions and their assignment. So it means that the voices had been speaking for many years, which was why a miracle was delayed. So how many years now have these voices been speaking against you? Some of you cannot count. But they are speaking. And somebody has to silence them by faith by imploring the blood that speaks better things clap your hands and say I, I elect myself that I will stop them clap your hands and say in the name of Jesus voices that are speaking shut up shut up I reply you and I reverse with the voice of my tongue and the voice of faith and the word of God in my mouth stop speaking negatively stop holding marriages in my family stop killing babies in my family stop perpetrating poverty in my house I command you in the mighty name of Jesus I free every member of my house my mother, my aunties, my uncles I cancel poverty because of me because of me and because of the blood which is speaking great things for me in the mighty name of Jesus in the name of Jesus as I clap my hands I clap my hands I command every power every power every voice every voice quiet 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 be still be still be still be still leave me leave my house in my house in the name of Jesus name of Jesus I will finish I will finish my education education I will go for I will go for your education my education free it free it free it free it free it free it your marriage your marriage your house your house every member every member of your family 
Why? Why? That the devil. That the devil. 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 You can't kill. You can't kill. My sponsors. My sponsors. Those who pay my fees. Those who pay my fees. Shall not die. Shall not die. Those who feed me. Those who feed me. Shall not die. Shall not die. Those who sponsor me. Those who sponsor me. Shall be preserved. Shall be preserved. Clap your hands. Imada. That the devil. That the devil. You can't kill my boyfriend. My boyfriend. You can't kill my girlfriend. You can't kill my girlfriend. Because my because my God will preserve. Will preserve. We will marry. We will marry. This marriage. This marriage. It will come on. It will come on. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. And say devil. And say devil. Live my education. Live my education. Alone. Alone. I will finish. I will finish. What I have started. What I have started. Pray. Pray in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands. Open your mouth. Any voice from the camp of the devil against your marriage, against your life, against your education. Child of God, you are arising as a warrior. Open your mouth and reverse it right now in the name of Jesus. Speak against any word from the camp of the enemy against your life. Holy words, long preserved for our walk in this world. It is a fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life-changing CDs, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you. Ancient words will guide.